It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter once again. Of course, it's Friday, so we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, which, of course, is also Highway 441, right through the heart of town. I'm Roger Franklin Williams. We're joined by Joe Ferraro on location. And in just a moment, we'll be joined by Brian King, founder of the Lando Baseball Academy, which is now located in Apopka. Uh, And we'll talk some baseball and various other Apopka sports on the show today, of course. In our second half of the show, we look forward to being joined by Mike Martin, former Apopka Blue Darter baseball player during a great era of Apopka baseball and currently the owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And, and, and if, you, if you've been, probably been hearing, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair will be a sponsor of Apopka Blue Rider football broadcast on 1520 WBZW coming up this Way fall. Way to go. Congratulations. Thank you. We look forward to, to having uh, Mike come up and, and join us and uh, hearing all about Apopka Moore. they got a great, new, wonderful new showroom up uh, north of, of the 451, back in what we used to call the Plymouth area of, of Apopka, or and Plymouth, actually. Um, and so we want to share a lot about that with you. And, of course, we'll hear from Mike's baseball career at Apopka as well. Before we go to Brian King, I do want to, Joe, let's give a shout-out to our friend Steve Schwartz because he has got a great article on Steve in the on the front page of the Apopka Chief today, and he's had another great accomplishment or more great accomplishments in the work that he does with Florida Special Olympics. Congratulations, Steve. Yeah, it's a great article. I got a chance to read it. And they uh, were he was in Seattle um, participating as a coach of the Florida Special Olympics track and field team at the 2018 Special Olympics USA Games. And, of course, as we all know, Steve has been is the longtime Public, uh, public announcer, PA announcer for Apopka Blue Rider football and baseball. Well, but right now, let's go to Brian King of Orlando Baseball Academy and, of course, a former Apopka Blue Rider athlete and assistant football and baseball coach. Hello, Brian. Thank you for joining us. There he is. I'm here. Yeah, well, Brian, thanks for joining us. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's kind of missing seeing you here in person. But um, why don't you just share a little bit about uh, some things that we should know about that have happened over the past week or so in related to Apopka Sports? Well, you know what? Uh, again, uh, as Dr. Sebastian, the high school and both probably and the diver, and then the practice. You know, we got a, a real dodgy uh, connection, Jeff. Maybe we could uh, re reestablish the connection with Brian. Yeah, we're having and, a lot of difficulty hearing Brian. I think we got this, Joe said a bad connection. So yeah, that's what that was. We'll go back to the drawing board on that one. And um, you know, Joe, um, you know, it's just it's, 
good opportunity just to talk more about Steve Swartz. You know, I mean, he, you know, yeah, he's been he's been part of the the Apopka Athletic Society. He, he I guess goes you could all say the way back to the thirty uh, years, over thirty yeah, years. Yeah, Chip Gerke era. He's a true um, historian on Apopka Blue Darter football, and he is and baseball. And he, um, it's always great, to, you know, talk to. To, to Stephen, it's always you know great to acknowledge him. You know, it's he does a lot of things to help us with our broadcast, our football broadcast, sure and he's does. just uh, he's out there loving the Blue Darters 365 days a year, and it's great to see him. You know, you know, get, get some great recognition for the for the great work he also does with the Special Olympics. You know, when you and Steve get together and are talking to Popka football or baseball, you get a real good history lesson. I mean, anybody that's a that's an Apopka aficionado want to hear that because you guys have such a great memory and the knowledge that you have goes all the way back what 100 years well for, for me it goes back to uh the fall of i believe 1960 when i went to my first apopka blue art football game yeah but your knowledge yeah, but then you, my but then yeah, my father who came here in 1946 right. and was you know instrumental it was one of his visions and goals was to build an outstanding athletic department um and he certainly uh, achieved that goal um, with the help of, of course, a lot of other people right. as well. But um, it was really his vision. He was really the architect of everything that we s- still see now, literally. Um, but his his insights and uh, right. go 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 back to '46. So I, at least the instant you know, inst- uh, the the word of mouth goes all the way back to 1946. Steve's very with me personally. Hey, let's see if we get. Uh, we've apparently got the connection reestablished with with Brian King. Brian, are you there? Hey Joe. Hey Roger. Yep. Hey guys. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. And uh, you know, why don't we awesome. just talk a little bit about uh, some things that uh, have, have happened recently that you'd like to share that are related to Apopka Blue Darter sports and Apopka sports? Well, I uh, I, I did see uh, on uh, social media that the uh, uh, you had the uh, Bowen team back together, a good part of that. I think that's really cool. Um, Obviously, the football team's uh, getting uh, closer and closer to getting ready for spring football. And, of course, then if spring football is right around the corner, uh, you got all the, I'm sorry, uh, then, then you'll have all the ball sports uh, getting ready to get get right in the middle of their season. Everything starts so early. So, uh, you know what, I'm sure that uh, Russell Wombles and his staff at uh, Apopka High School are in full swing getting ready for uh all the fall seasons, girls volleyball, uh, cross country, football. Um, so I'm sure that uh, up at uh, the Blue Daughter High School, uh, it is rocking and rolling, I'm sure. Yeah, and we'll talk more about football on our show later today, and we'll also talk about um, Popka Blue Daughter Baseball. We look forward to being joined by Mike Martin, owner of Popka Moore, an equipment repair who's a outstanding Blue Darter baseball alumni. On our, he'll hopefully look forward to having him join us up here at Porky's. And, of course, the sky's getting a little dark here, Joe. I'm getting Porky's. a little concerned as well, you know. <laughs> uh, we're speaking with Brian King right now. And, Brian, you know, one of the things that's made news out of Apopka, and it was front page of the Apopka Chief today. Now, this young man was uh, was not an Apopka alumni. He's actually a Wekaiva alumni, but... It's always exciting when somebody from Apopka does well, and I'm talking, of course, about Logan Gilbert, who was a Wekaiba High School product, most recently uh, a pitcher for Stetson University, and he uh, was a number one round draft choice for, by Major League Baseball. Tell us a little bit about Logan Gilbert. 
But you know what? Uh, Logan Logan grew up in Apopka. His mom grew up in Apopka. Uh, he had sisters that went to Apopka High School as well. Uh, and uh, you know what? Logan was one of those guys that, uh, as a youth guy, he was, he was always bigger and stronger than than all the other guys he competed against. And um, just from afar, I didn't know Logan real well when he was up, when he was younger. Um, but just watching, he always looked like one of those guys that because he was bigger and stronger and maybe had some more ability than anybody else, um, was always a, almost afraid of hurting somebody or never really let it go. And um, when, when you're as big as he is, too, your body goes so fast through his young ages. Um, he fought a lot of uh, nagging um probably growth-related injuries in high school. And he didn't even take that much early with Gaiva, and certainly not that effectively. Um, but but Stetson and, um, at the time, Chris Roberts was the pitching coach, and Pete Dunn was the head coach. Uh, those two guys did, did a lot of research on him and, and, and stayed with him, and uh, really thought that he had a chance to be really good. And, Although neither of those two guys are still Stetson, uh, they uh, their vision was awfully very good because his last two and a half years at Stetson, um, he was one of the most dominant NCAA pitchers in college baseball. Um, far, far, no conference, no team. Um, his last two and a half years, he was as good as anybody, and was well deserving uh, the 14th selection. Where he went. You'd like to talk more about the story about the Logan Gilbert because it's a very interesting story. Just as you have said, and I've heard the the same information from other people. You know, he really, I guess, what you'd call a late bloomer. In fact, did not have an outstanding high school career at Wekiva, uh, but of course, obviously, showed enough potential to to get a scholarship from Stetson. Now, I also um, I know that. Uh, the Kirkland family had a lot to do with this development from my understand too. Of course, Donnie and I go all the way back to 1968, the first year of Apopka Little League. We were rivals. I was on the Cardinals. He was on the Yankees. And of course, his sons, Derek and Daryl, um, are, are, have co- are now coaches and they were outstanding players for Apopka uh, as well. But uh, can you talk more about what what was, what kind of potential did Logan Gilbert show that even though he wasn't you know, having tremendous success um, on the field in high school that he was able to attract the, the attention of a, a major Division One program like Stetson? Well, you know, um, Donnie did a great job with him uh, coming up, and, and you're right, he was on uh, several of Donnie Kirkland's youth league teams, and. Um, you know, Donnie didn't, didn't press the issue and didn't overuse him. Um, but you know what? As, as you get into the high school level, um, the first thing uh, that, that jumps out at you is how big he was. He was big and physical and strong-looking. And, um, you know, current Apocalypse, Jason Sanders, was the head coach at Wikiva then, and former Little League World Series star Will Blankenship was Jason's assistant at Wikiva. And so, you know what, both those guys having baseball backgrounds and knowledge, knew how to prepare him. And even though he wasn't successful, they really helped guide his work habits. Because I heard he's a really, really unbelievably good worker. And uh, having those guys in there to help guide him with his work habits. And then, you know what, his junior year, when he, when he did pitch, um, he threw hard. 
and and the the size and strength and arm strength that he had are things that aren't coachable. And um, you know that's one of the things that's really hard for parents to understand. Uh, as, as you know, a lot of times their kids are really really good at little league and until they get to the big field, and then they don't understand why somebody else's kid jumps way ahead of them. And you know what? It's not always fair because it is sometimes it's about physical strength and size. But um, what the big field does is is it makes people look at what real baseball is about. And in real baseball, offensively, you've got to be able to get yourself to second base, whether that's hitting doubles or stealing bases. On the mound, you've got to be able to get people, have the chance to get people out who can really hit. And that starts with being able to throw hard first so that you can develop some secondary pitches that you can get them out. And like I said, um, Logan was very, very fortunate to have guys like Donnie Kirkland, Jason Sanders, Will Blankenship uh, to help lead him along the way and not not pressing into pitching when he wasn't feeling good or when, when it wasn't a good day for him and letting him kind of develop so that he didn't get hurt before all this potential came out. And uh, you know what? Uh, it, all, all the pro guys I talked to uh, really think that he'll have a chance to get to the big league uh, in a pretty quick short amount of time. Thanks for great insights, Brian King. We're going to do a, do a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue to join you from Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central, so please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro, and actually Joe, Joe is doing Human's work here as we move from the front porch at Porky's, where it is now being diluted with rain, to inside at Porky's, where everything is really nice and dry inside. So we encourage you to come on up still and join us for lunch and get your weekend started off just right with lunch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, right here on Highway 441. Now, um, we'll go back to Joe. Outstanding job getting us moved in here very quickly well, to a know, dry uh, location. I tell you what, I, I didn't expect the rain to come pounding like that, that's for sure. It came uh, hard and it came fast, that's for sure. Well, now, it's, is uh, Brian King uh, is, you're still joining us? I'm still here, Roger. Oh, great. Excellent. Um, yeah, let's go back to talk more about Logan Gilbert. I think it's a fascinating story from a variety of perspectives. You know, of course, just the fact that he's the number one draft choice, which is a huge story within itself. But then also his development, more of a slower developing player. Um, but other pe- he had enough potential that people recognized his potential. When was it, uh, th- and I know that from your the work that you do, with Orlando Baseball Academy, this is exactly what you do. You are, have your nose to the ground uh, of what's happening in the grassroots baseball community throughout Central Florida. And as once um, Logan Gilbert got over to Stetson, how did his career progress from that point? Well, certainly, um, again, one of the things that, that's so hard for the, um, the, the common person or, or average person who had enough been in a household where a kid goes to college and plays sports is um, you just spend a lot more time working on your craft. Um, and a, a college student athlete really has two full-time jobs, two 
two 40-hour-a-week positions. One is a student and one is an athlete. And uh, you know what? But when they can get you over there, uh, that you can start eating a more uh, nutritional, balanced, uh, athletic kind of meal, which almost all Division ones have now, uh, and a lot of Division One places have gone through hiring a nutritionist as well, who helps try to teach every player set up their meals. Um, and you get a little bit more on a little more wretched uh, strength program. And you can see as uh, at the end of his freshman year, uh, things starting to come together, and he's starting to be able to work with inside that big frame that he has, six foot six, and um, starting to get physically stronger, not just naturally, but because of the weight he was lifted. And again, it's such a, such a culture shock for kids and their families when a, when a 17-year-old kid who thinks he's been pretty good in high school walks into a Division One program in all sports, man, all of a sudden they, they, they realize what a grown man looks like, how much more physically um, stronger he is, how much more mentally tougher he is, how much more he's been through in his life in just three or four more years than a high school senior. And you know what? It makes those guys uh, step up the pace on learning how to compete or fall by the wayside. And uh, obviously, uh, Logan stepped up the pace, and uh, he got off to a little bit of a slower start his sophomore year than I think they'd hoped. But uh, by, uh, by the middle of his sophomore year, uh, the pro guys were all uh, chattering every time they saw him. You know, is, is, is he as good as, as, it, as it appears in the bleachers? And, and you know what? I, I, use, I have a unique situation uh, because I do deal with the council on a regular basis through Orlando Baseball Academy, but uh, also being a member of the Florida Collegiate Umpires Association and working those games. Uh, you know what? A lot of pro scouts uh, come to me because now I'm right there and talk about movement, uh, velocity, and the way the ball comes out people's hands. And uh, like I said, after about the middle of the sophomore year, uh, almost every time I would see uh, pro scouts. They want to know if I'd work the plate when Logan is big, if it looked as electric and dominant uh, from right there behind the catcher as it did in the bleachers. And uh, every bit it did. Um, and I said, you get to see his both physical and mental maturity improving every time out. And, um, boy, like I said, his last year and a half, um, he was he was almost unhittable uh, the first time through, and then obviously like all pitchers, so what after after the after the college hitters have seen you one time through, they they make adjustments because they're good at what they do, and then when you get that third time around, now sometimes it's a mindset or a will, and uh, again I'll say that for Logan, uh, Logan was really really mentally tough and competed. And, and worked every uh, every ounce of what he got being selected by the Mariners for the 14th pick. We're speaking with Brian King on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're actually talking about Logan Gilbert, who's actually a Wekaiva product, but uh, it's a big Apopka story anyway. And, of course, as we mentioned, uh, the Kirkland family, Donnie Kirkland, Derek, Daryl, 
were instrumental in, in his development uh, during his youth ball playing days here in a in Apopka. Now, Brian, what was it about Logan Gilbert that um, you know, in that early parts of his career where he, where he wasn't having success on the field, on the mound as a pitcher, as I as I as I'm hearing you, as I'm understanding it, it it sounds and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like he always had a live arm and a and a good could throw hard. Uh, what was it that um, you know took him a while to develop, and and what was it that caused that to uh, to, to finally the light to go on? Oh no, you're you're exactly right. He he, he always did have an electric arm and and electric stuff. Um, again, when you when you grow so much, the use. Uh, and, and as fast as he did, you just sometimes outgrow your body, and that that creates sometimes uh, command issues. And command, to me, is the most important part of pitching. Uh, so every time I talk about pitching to a small group of kids, I ask them, well, what, what do you think the most important part of your body is in pitching? And everybody says their arms or their legs or their core, and I say, well, why your arm or why your legs or why your core? And they say, well, that's what you throw harder at. Well, you know what? That's just what it is, throwing. And uh, so what, there's also, I, I'm a firm believer that, that God has a whole lot to do with uh, velocity. He, he kind of taps everybody out where he thinks they need to be tapped out at, that, that you can gain velocity, but only some of it. And as Logan got older and, and filled out into his body, uh, the biggest thing is that his command became good or better than it was as a ninth, 10th, 11th grader in high school. And um, like I said earlier in this, in this session was, you know what, college hitters are good at what they do, do too, and they can make it tough. So your second, third time through, you got to have really good command, and you got to be able to make some adjustments yourself. And I think those are the two points that pushed him over the top to be a number one draft choice, was that just kind of catching up to his body, he developed much better command, and then, of course, uh, I thought he had as good of a, a breaking ball as anybody that I saw work uh, last You know, it sounds a little bit, and I realize this is too you know, very premature, but, I mean, Logan's journey to the point where he is now, <laughs> let's put it that way, because I'm always big about not setting unrealistic ex- expectations for people almost hesitate to use this analogy, but but um, you know his journey to the, this point sounds like the journey that Sandy Koufax had when he was in the major leagues. Because, you know, we old school guys remember, of course, Sandy Koufax as the dominant yep. pitcher during his era. And But I didn't learn until re- till, till years later, Mike, to, to learn more about him. He struggled for, Sandy Koufax struggled for years in the minor leagues, even to the point where they were on the brink of giving up on him. And actually, it was going to be his last spring from one account I read. And they've been trying, you know, because he had that live fastball. He could throw super hard. That was not a question. But he, um, you know, they, they, he couldn't control it. And so they finally went to him. He couldn't control it. And so they finally went to him and said, look, don't try to throw so hard. You throw so hard, you don't even have to try to throw hard. Just just work on your mechanics. Just work on your on getting the ball across the plate. Everything else will take care of itself. I guess they tried to tell him that for about five or six years. It never sunk in. But for whatever reason, one day it sunk in, and, and you know, the rest is history, literally. Absolutely. Yep. It's a very, very similar path for them, those two guys. Very similar. Well, we're on a, our first – we're up against our next break – we're pleased to be joined at Porky's now by Mike Martin 
owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Mike, thanks for coming up here. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. We look forward to talking and finding out more about Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And also we look forward to hearing about your career with the Blue Darters as well. Brian King's joining us over the phone. And, yeah. and Coach King. Hey, Michael, how are you, buddy? Hey, Coach, how you doing? Outstanding. So we'll take a quick break right now, and when we come back, we look forward to speaking uh, with Mike Martin, owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, and Brian King, if Brian can stay with us as well. You're listening to Blue Garter Sports Central. We're at Porky's. We're inside, so we're nice and dry. Come on up and join us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Boy, it's quite a busy day here at Porky's. Reggie Connell, the Apopka Voice, is up here. And the Apopka Critic is here as well. So it's got a great group of Apopkins here at Porky's, and of course they, uh, they obviously know, and they've gotten a memo that Porky's is the official place to get your weekend started off just right in a popkit. I'm Roger Franklin Williams. Joe Ferraro was here. Joe is the hero of the day. He's able to salvage our uh, our broadcast on the front porch um, when the big rainstorm came along out of nowhere, and now we're nice and dry on the ins- at least I'm dry. Joe is soaked, but you know, great work, Joe. Um, we're also joined, pleased to be joined by Mike Martin right now, and uh, Brian King is uh, on the line as well. Now, Mike, it's, it's, it's great to have you join us on the show. Thanks for coming over. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, we're, and let me say thank you, and we're really excited about having you and Apopka Moore as a brand new sponsor for Apopka Blue Darter football broadcast coming up uh, not too far away. First broadcast will be Friday night, August seventeenth. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited about football season in general, definitely. And of course, as a not only an Apopka Blue Garter alumni, but also a, an outstanding baseball player during your era. That Brian King was on the staff as an assistant coach when you were playing back in the Sunny Wise era. Yep. Um, it's especially happy that it's great to have you uh, joining us and supporting the work that we do. Uh, and I want to talk to you about your days as a player mm-hmm. at Apopka. But first of all, I know there's been a lot of exciting news at Apopka Moore. I mean, you had a you, you recently moved, and you're in a brand new location with a brand new showroom. And just bring us up to date on, on the uh, you know, the aspects of your move. Yeah, I mean, uh, back in January, we had an unfortunate event where you know we had uh, some building damage due to a fire and stuff like that. Um, and then we had a limbo because you know we couldn't really work out of the old building and. the finding a new building and such a short turnaround that was going to be conducive to what we needed as a business there wasn't a lot available but then we were able to find one uh, the downfall was that it was currently occupied their lease was up but they weren't able to move out till end of march so we had a good two two and a half month limbo area and then once we moved in april 1st you know it took us a good two three weeks or more to really get it set up the showroom painted get all the uh, equipment reordered um, but now, it, you know, it's almost kind of been a blessing in disguise. The new location has been absolutely wonderful. we got all the space we need, the uh, road exposure with the highway right there by the new 429 overpass by Zellwood Station. We have a front gate, back gate for ease of access to get in and out for landscapers and trailers. And then we have our own light, you know, for safety concerns. You know, you don't have to cross two lanes of traffic or four lanes of traffic to be able to turn left. You can go to the light and wait for the light. And it seems to be overall a better environment for customers. It's great. And you want to make sure all of your regular customers know where, where you are now and, and, and know where they can find a Popka Moore. 
Yeah, so absolutely. Back in the day. I mean, it's uh, overall 441, like you said. It's uh, 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail in Apopka. Um, we're just very excited to be there. We've had great success in the, you know, since our grand opening of May 18th. You know, I really couldn't have asked for a better opening and for a better support of the, the local Popka community and surrounding communities. I mean, been very blessed and thankful for that. We're speaking with Mike Martin, former Blue Darter baseball player, owner of Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. And Mike, tell you know your showroom is very impressive. You know, I've been over to see it, and it's, it's impressive when you drive by. You've got some top-notch machines right out mm-hmm. there, right out front on 441 as you drive by. But once you go inside, it's even more impressive because you've really got the best equipment in the business. No, absolutely. I mean, we've got you know we sell Echo and Shindawa for two-stroke, and then we have you know Skag and Toro as some of the top-name brands for. Um, the mower equipment, and then we have a couple other equipment brands that people may not know as much about, but we're having very good success with them, is the uh, new Spartan line and the uh, Bad Boy line. The Spartan line, they've been around for only about five years now, but they have the same engine options as all the other, you know, mowers out there, and they have a very nice, sleek look, and it's it's eye-catching. It's something different than the typical orange and red you'll see. And then you have Skag, which is, you know, basically across the industry, top of the line, right up there with all the other ones that people may know, John Deere, Toro, um, Hustler, etc. But um, we're very excited, and, you know, the whole point of having the mowers out there is to let customers know they definitely can do a one-stop shop. They have plenty of options to choose from, whether it's low-end residential for their home or top-of-the-line commercial for the uh, professionals out there. We're speaking with Mike Martin, owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Uh, Brian King, are you still joining us? I'm still here, Roger. Uh, that's great. You know, why don't you reflect back and talk a little bit about the uh, era that Mike played and uh, for the Blue Darters baseball program and the Sunny Wise era, which you were a big part of as well. Well, you know, again, um, part of part of being in that that uh, program, uh, and, and I think it runs through all the sports at the Boston High School. There's so much tradition. Uh, before you get there, um, that Mike's class came in and followed suit to, to all the other classes who've been through there. Um, and, um, you know, again, part of the building a program is having older guys to teach the freshmen how to do things. And uh, that's something that we were we, we worked very hard at. And, and Mike can tell you, uh, uh, you know, the intensity level that, that was brought upon them. Uh, just like we talked about with Logan changing from high school to college, same transition from youth sports to high school. And um, Mike was with a great group of kids who uh, I cared about a lot personally, um, that learned how to do it the Blue Darter way. Uh, and, and Mike can tell you... Uh, uh, with my uh, level of intensity at all, it's, uh, it, it gets a lot less uh, intense the older you get. And uh, guys get, got happier to be upperclassmen uh, as soon as they could uh, because they got asked to do a lot less of the uh, grunt work and a lot more baseball. But uh, you know what? Mike had a great class of kids with him. That uh, I, I'm very proud of, of all those guys out of that class. Not only what they did at Apopka High School, um, in baseball, but but look at Mike and Kevin Ward, those guys who've gone on to own their own company. And um, again, I'm a firm believer that youth athletics leads to better young men, 
and better men because they have to learn to be accountable, responsible, on time. And, uh, and I can't say enough about Michael and his classmates, not only as baseball players, which we had a great run while they were there, but as people and business owners who remain in the community and are a major part of it. Now, I'm just so proud of, of Michael and his classmates. I appreciate that, Coach, very much. Absolutely. I mean, it's full, wholeheartedly, Mike. No, yeah. I mean, I definitely I have to, you know, agree with a lot you said there. I think having, you know, youth sports and the lives of a lot of, the, you know, the youth programs out there and the parents, it, it develops children to a certain mindset of, you know, less about yourself and more about, you know, what's around you and how you can, you know, be better for the community as a you know as a broad spectrum because you know you you learn that it's not just about you you got you know everything you do has a reaction to the surrounding community you know that's why i try to you know you know always try to treat customers with respect because they come in there they're spending their hard-earned money at the place you want to you know reciprocate that with them and give them a true general you know genuine feeling of acceptance and and um, I just no, have to no say, doubt. you know, you know and that's, that's what people have no idea how many hours upon hours of community service, of picking up trash on Wells Road, working at the Corn Festival, working at the, any of the things going on down the city park that Mike and all his teammates had to give up uh, while they were in high school. When a lot of other guys were out, you know, doing the things that they like to do, um, those athletes are, are doing a lot. Uh, for the school and the community. Uh, and Mike was a part of a group that put in a lot of time to that. Yeah, it was a great, great point, both of you. And I think that's one of the things that tradition continues to carry through to today. And the coaches, from my perspective, across the board at Apopka, Coach Darlington, of course, pops into mind you know, mm-hmm. first, and Mike McDaniel doing the same thing, and Coach Williams in basketball, and many I'm not mentioning. Um, as I said, across the board in the athletic department, are are exerting leadership to help develop the young people not only on the on the field you know there are a lot of ways that you can help uh, play in a sport can help you uh, learn life skills and, and get prepared for the things that you need to do to be a good citizen um, other than on the field and I'm clearly pleased to say that our popular blue daughter coaches um, you know have that philosophy and you know as we all know without going off on a tangent it's not not that way at every high school and not that way at every every youth program no absolutely and I mean I have to say you know a popka high school at least when I I was there was known to be you know from about october till end of baseball season that that was ba- you know other than you know your academics and stuff like that it was you know you were so in and delved into it that you didn't have much time for anything else because we did work harder than anybody else we had the long conditioning program in the state and you know and we had the best some of the best drill practices and you know running the road and plyometrics and all the whole nine yards you know we still talk about to this day every once in a while running triangles and having to beat under a minute and coach king says nope the last guy was over a minute let's do it again so you know it, it in the time it didn't seem like a fond memory but now it's like you know i wish i could go back and do that because there was such a good camaraderie between the coaches and the you know the classmates and the teammates that you had and you know you wouldn't wouldn't want to change that for anything and thanks for great giving great insights to your career at apopka during a great era of blue garter baseball 
Brian and Mike and uh, friends, it's time for our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to come to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. With uh, Mike Martin is joining us on location at Porky's. Of course, he's the owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. We'll hear more about them. Uh, and, uh, when we come back, and, and, uh, and, uh, and Brian King, you're welcome to stay with us as well. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. It's a little wet day here in Apopka, but we're dry. We're on the inside thanks to some extraordinary over-the-top work by Joe Ferraro. And, Joe, once again, uh, great work to move us quickly from the front porch, which was being soaked by a quick, uh, fast-developing uh, thunderstorm to get us here inside where at least we're nice and dry. You, you got soaked in the process. But I was more concerned over my phone, which is now working properly. Well, thanks for outstanding work over and, over and above the call of duty. This is what you normally do anyway. Joe Ferraro, hero of the day, hero of the day here at Porky's. We're pleased to be joined by Mike Martin of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And before we go back to Mike, we'll tell you a little bit more about Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair is your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka area. Apopka Moore carries the best brands in the industry. Skag, Echo, Shidewa, and Toro. Come see their impressive brand-new showroom at 2575 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441, north of the 451. Family-owned and operated. A Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. They sell the best and fix the rest. Find out more at apopkamoorerepair.com or just stop by their brand-new showroom and say hello in person at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. And, Mike, now, you know, as we've talked more in depth off the air you know you, you now with your brand new showroom the kind of top-notch equipment that you've got and lots of it you're really a popka more and equipment repairs really poised to be the dominant um, store in your industry here in our pop greater pop area and can, can you talk about your vision for that no absolutely um it definitely seemed like there was a, a niche here and a need with it, you know, with the Popka being the second largest city in Orange County, to not have its own dedicated, you know, mower and equipment repair shop was almost kind of interesting. You know, you got a lot of other great companies out there, you know, Trail Saw in Orlando and stuff like that, and um, another company out in Winter Garden that um, they do great work, but it's, you know, it's all about convenience and being able to offer good quality service and equipment to, you know, the local, you know, community. And um, the fact that we're able to find such a great building that can meet that need right here in Apopka, that um, it's in, you can definitely tell there was a need. We get customers in all the time that are just, you know, they're thank, so thankful that uh, they finally have a place to be able to take repairs into. And, you know, we try our best to keep everybody happy and get a, as quick of a turnaround time we can on repairs and, you know, and uh, try to take all the uh, concerns and needs of the customers in mind. As you, I think your slogan sums it up well. You sell the best, but you can fix all the rest. Absolutely. Uh, we have some of the best mechanics. Uh, we got one that's been working, doing mechanic work for over 30 years. And, I mean, he, I don't think there's any, been, anything he hasn't been able to fix, unless it's obviously, you know, just an engine blown to pieces or something. But he's been able to, you know, find ways to fix things that technically probably couldn't be fixed just to help a customer out that, you know, 
some of these customers, you know, you've been dealing with for a couple of years. You know, you build up a good rapport with them. And, you know, when you under, understand the industry they're coming from, it's very hard. And, you know, sometimes they don't always have the resources. Sometimes they want to go buy a brand new piece of equipment when they got one that, that they just need fixed. But sometimes the repairs can be more than that. But, you know, when you have a good, knowledgeable mechanic who's on, who's honest about everything he does, you know you can get a do buy right do right by the customer and get him out the door happy at least until the, you know the next time something comes up and maybe at that time it'll be he'll be in a better position to you know buy something so it's not always about the immediate sale friends you're listening to blue daughter sports central i'm roger franklin williams we're joined by joe ferraro we're coming to you live from porky's right now we're speaking with mike martin former blue darter baseball player from back in the sunny wise era and most recently owner, founder and owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka area. Also, brand-new sponsors for our Apopka Blue Garter football broadcast, which will be starting Friday night, August the 17th. We'll bring you the road game, the preseason game at Daytona Mainland. And, now, Mike, one of the things that I've observed by visiting you up at Apopka Moore is and you mentioned it briefly but i'd like to have you talk a little bit more about it mm-hmm. is you seem to have something for everybody I mean, you seem to have something for the for the uh, the man or woman that has a small yard and just needs a little push more to, to get that taken care of in a in a few in a few minutes or and you got uh, big time equipment for huge jobs no absolutely i mean we have you know full commercial equipment that everybody you know around the country technically use for their professional jobs that you know, you can get a 61, 72-inch cut with up to a 37-horsepower electric fuel-injected engine on it. Um, you know, those, you know, you can do anything with that, cutting grass. And you have all the way down to the push mower, you know, for the little 21-inch Toro recycler that, you know, you need to do just to do your front yard. Or if you even have a little bit bigger yard, you can upgrade to the, the zero-turn mowers that we have. And, um, you know, on the lower end, you know, the Toro time cutters that are around 21, 22.99, all the way up to the top of the line you know, scag and everything like that, that can, you know, be a lot more expensive than that. But, you know, we definitely have a niche for every particular person in need with yard size and, you know, amount of mowing that they're requiring to be done. Friends, we're talking to Mike Martin. He's the owner of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. They're located, in fact, they have a very impressive brand-new showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, which is just north of the 451. It's in the area where you know, we old school Apopka guys used to call Plymouth, <laughs> basically, yeah. and um, which makes them very convenient for everybody in Apopka, uh, northwest Orange County, South Lake County as well, even South Seminole County. Uh, right on Highway 441. One thing that I was going to ask you about, Mike, is that you, know, as I have observed, and you know, I kind of pay attention to these kinds of things, my visits to Apopka Moore, is you've got a great staff. Because I know, I mean, and one thing I can I can attest to, you guys are really busy. You've got a lot yeah. of customers. Uh, people obviously are getting the word. Um, but but I, I know, I've noticed, as I've observed, you've got other people there that help you, and they do a great job, and it's obviously very dedicated as well. No, absolutely. I mean, they've definitely bought into the vision that we can be one of the premier um, landscape maintenance uh, repair companies you know that provide such services to landscape companies and homeowners not only even in the apopka area but in the surrounding area you know just you know it's just like same concept as a you know these vehicle dealerships you've got all these different dealerships that service community but you know we carry brands that other people don't carry that some may favor skag over toro or skag over john deere 
Um, but it's also winning people over, not just by what brands you carry, but by the turnaround time and the service you can provide and the, just the overall feeling of being welcomed into the, the store. Uh, we, we definitely have gotten very busy very quickly. So, I mean, I'm sure once things slow down, we'll recoup in the wintertime and maybe restructure and figure out a, a better game plan even for the front of the house and see what we can do to even provide even better service for customers. A Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. And as I said before, they're located in their brand-new showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, which, of course, is Highway 441, north of the 451. And you know, in our waning moments, we've got about four minutes, Mike. Uh, what would be some advice? What are some tips that uh, you know homeowners and people that have to take care of their yard that, 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 um, you know, that they can take and, and do a little bit better job with that? Right. I mean, if they're um, if a homeowner is trying to you know use the mower, like a, like a riding mower especially, um, as far as uh, mower maintenance, you know, is obviously keeping track of your hour time with your oil between oil changes. Uh, we always recommend using you know full synthetic oil. Yeah, you know, because these mowers, technically, if you take really good care of them, you know, you can get, especially homeowners, 10, 20 years out of some of, like, the top brands. Um, but uh, oil changes are key, and then for the best quality cut is keeping your blade sharpened or changed out when needed. Um, and uh, when you're doing, like, the zero-turn mowers, a lot of people think, you know, they're a, lot of, they're a lot of fun to ride. But one of the top things to do is, for the best-looking yard, is to not, never always try to do the same path every time, especially on St. Augustine, because you can get the little ruts in it. Try to time it, you know, change it up a little bit. Um, usually we do, like, recommend, like, a four-stage change where you do horizontal, horizontal, vertical, and then you do a diagonal of each way to try to keep the grass as fresh as looking. And then also when you're making a turn, you know, they call them zero-turn mowers because they can turn on a dime, but you don't really want to do that because you tear up your grass. So we still recommend trying to do a three-point turn and stuff like that, and that will keep the homeowners that are using it um, the grass as best as they can. And just like with St. Augustine, you usually want to cut with the deck all the way on the highest setting because the thicker, the higher, the better. Um, but hay is a different story, but, you know, I'm preaching to the choir of the landscapers out there, but, you know, some of the homeowners, sometimes they get excited with these mowers and, you know, that's a great point, and uh, it's obvious as you were talking that homeowners, not every homeowner uh, is an expert on how to care for their yard, and that, that sounds like a service that you guys can provide too, is giving them some advice and, and great tips. Absolutely. Yeah, usually before we sell any mower, you know, we go over everything with them, how to operate it. You know, if they have any questions, you know, they usually ask it, how to do this, let them ride around the parking lot, get a feel for it. Um, and then, um, you know, if they ever have any questions obviously after the sale, you know, we're more than welcome to answer and try to help them out any way we can. Well, Mike, thanks for coming up to join us at Porky's. Thanks for your support of Apopka Blue Garter Athletics on 1520 WBZW. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Look forward to working with you uh, during football season and having you back uh, frequently on Blue Garter Sports Central. Absolutely. It sounds great. And once again, before we uh, want to thank Jeff in the studio, of course, and I want to give a shout-out to Demetrius over at Virgos over at Sheila Auto Repair. He's the one that put us together. And, yep. you know, he uh, provides, as we all know, phenomenal service to the Apopka area as well and support as well. Yep. I was going to him to fix, have my trucks fixed when I was in high school, my uh, old Dodge Ram, and he's been doing my family since. So, Well, with Hero of the Day, Joe Ferraro. Joe, phenomenal job. Thank you for uh, salvaging the show today. And thanks to Jeff in the studio and, of course, our great sponsor, Solutions, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Have a great fr- day. Come on up. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station.